All right, good morning. Verses uh, 1 through 9. Um, I saw how there's additional relationships that are addressed here by Paul. Children and parents are to <clears throat> conduct themselves properly with one another, and then bond servants and masters as well. And so one thing that stands out here is that both have a role to play that is proper. Uh, none uh, are to behave in a way where they would take advantage of the other person, like parents who are clearly older and bigger and, and wiser are not to provoke their children to anger. So it's not pressing on them, mistreating them in a way where it's no longer discipline, but perhaps making unreasonable demands that would upset a child. And masters are not to use a threatening threatening as a way to get bondservants to behave, but also to treat them well. And so from the lesser position or higher position, every person is accountable to live the right way in response before God. Children will honor their parents and bondservants are to serve as it is pleasing to the Lord. Now from verse 5 on bondservants, I wanted to read a short commentary talking about it, knowing this topic can raise some eyebrows like Christianity was okay with slavery. And so the commentary says, The gospel found slavery in the world, and in many regions, particularly the Roman and the Greek, it was a very bad form of slavery. The gospel began at once to undermine it with its mighty principles of the equality of all souls and the mystery and dignity of manhood and of the equal work of redeeming love wrought for all souls by the Supreme Master. But its plan was not to batter but to undermine so while the gospel in one respect left slavery alone, it doomed it in another. And so, no, the gospel did not condone it. Uh, but still, relationally, for Christian masters or servants, there is a right way to behave in that position that you are currently in. But make no mistake, God elevated the status of all people so that even slaves have rights and dignity. Remember what Galatians 3.28 said, There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free, there is no male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Now, the second half is on the armor of God, and in verse 11 it talks about the schemes of the devil. The reality of life is that there is spiritual warfare going on that we do not see, but the devil's schemes are real and comes against us uh, to make us weak, to make us doubt, to cause division. And just as the serpent in Genesis 3 was able to de deceive uh, Eve and Adam, uh, similarly, we too can fall to Satan's schemes. The good news is that we are not doomed. God has given to us the whole armor which describes the many ways that we can guard our hearts and to protect ourselves from these schemes. The belt of truth, breastplate of righteousness, gospel shoes of peace, shield of faith, helmet of salvation, sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and finally, there's prayer. Uh, now with the sword of the spirit, is the Word of God, and the Word of God tells us so many things about the armor of God, about who God is, and about the spiritual dangers we need to be mindful of. The Word of God is even above human wisdom, which we often need, but that doesn't supersede the need to trust God in what He says. Sometimes what God tells us through His Word is not what we would naturally think as being reasonable in a worldly sense, but the previous relational examples and how to conduct ourselves are just a small glimpse of how God knows best, and to obey Him and His words is the best response for us when it comes to Scripture. Finally, from verses 18 to 20, uh, in talking about relational dynamics, uh, Paul asks for prayer. And yes, he's the one who is always right, 
in preaching the word, but he also covets their prayer so that he can continue doing this. He recognizes that he is not perfect or flawless. With humility, what he wants is for them to pray for him to be bold. Twice he says that. So even Paul had a need. So in our relational world, what is the what is that need uh, that you have? <clears throat> what do you need to do for others so that they can be lifted up and encouraged and enabled to live out the word of God?